Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hello, my friends. We have reached the end of yet another year, and it has been an interesting one, wouldn't you say? Everyone is out there promoting 2023 this and 2023 that. So I thought we could press the pause button on all of that and spend some time together today going over the year that was to celebrate our wins and really be present with the collective lessons that have been learned in 2022, especially right now with Mars in retrograde at the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023, we are not meant to be charging ahead so fast. We are meant to slow down and soak it all up and take it all in. Everything we've learned, been through, experienced, transformed through, and everything we're feeling into exploring in the future. It is frustrating because we are used to moving a lot faster toward our dreams and goals. And I know everyone I talk to is feeling this too. Whether you're feeling like it is taking forever for the things you want to actually happen, or your projects and plans keep getting delayed or derailed by other things, or maybe you just don't have a lot of motivation or energy like you normally tend to. But there is some important cosmic lesson we are meant to learn in letting go of our expectations and just being present in the moment with what is without needing to change it or rush past it. So in this episode, we are going to talk about the collective themes that have come up to the surface for us in 2022 and how they've helped each of us grow on a personal level too. In many ways, we are still learning these lessons because the calendar year is really just a human construct and the astrological cycles follow their own patterns. But since we are so used to working with time in this way, we are just going to go over the major astrological themes that have been present in 2022 and how they have contributed to our global and personal evolution. That way, moving into 2023, we have a really good understanding of where we've been and what has actually been going on in the universe that has led us to feel the way we do about ourselves and each other and this changing world. I think one of the energies that I'm most excited to talk about is the North Node of Future Destiny in Taurus. I already knew with this being the year 2022, this was going to be a heart opening year because to me, the numbers 222 have to do with self-love and creating balance within duality as well. The North Node of Future Destiny is this point in the sky that shows us how we as a collective can embrace our higher path our higher selves, in other words. 
And Taurus is a sign of embodiment, really feeling into your heart space, feeling what it's like to have a body and letting that guide your choices more than that like strategic thinking mind. This has led so many of us to want to slow down, to not push ourselves so hard, to really focus our healing process on opening the heart, being present with our feelings and not pushing them away. As a result, a lot of people have given up old jobs that were forcing them to work a lot harder than they were comfortable with or to do things that weren't truly aligned with their values. Even those who run their own business were shifting gears quite a bit as hustle culture gets super uncool and slowing down and tuning in becomes more of the thing to do. Taurus rules over the second house of values, desires, and goal setting. And it's ruled by the planet Venus, which also has to do with our values. So we really haven't been able to do things that don't feel right anymore. Whereas in the past, you might have been able to say, well, okay, this isn't ideal, but you know, it's paying my bills. Now it's like, it just really doesn't feel right. And I just can't keep doing it. But the North Node is a challenging energy. It's out of our comfort zones. So as nice as this sounds, it's totally normal if it was a struggle for you to open your heart and to live in alignment with your values this year. It may have meant needing to sacrifice some form of security, whether it was a job, a business offering, a relationship, a way of working with money or thinking about money, or a way of living that may have felt stable, even if it was built on you not truly being in alignment with the true you which actually means it wasn't as stable or sustainable as you may have thought. On the flip side, the south node of past karma in Scorpio has been helping us let go of all of the reasons why we can't feel the way we want to feel. Scorpio is a very strategic, mentally probing sign that can sometimes get lost in their own issues. This sign is used to being uncomfortable to get what they want, but the South Node is energy that we're meant to step away from as a collective, and especially to release the lower vibrational forms of that energy. As a result, we're really learning to get out of our heads that probing mind that wants to achieve success and security at any cost, and as quickly as possible, and slow down to turtle speed so that every move we make is well considered. And it's not coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a craving for creating love, beauty, peace, abundance through dropping our defenses and allowing it in and allowing ourselves to feel good as we allow it in. That's the Taurus side of things. Scorpio is known as being quite intense and about facing your fears and your shadows. But because the South Node is there, it's like we're, we've been trying to get away from becoming overly obsessed with why things aren't working in our lives and take smaller, slower steps to build up how we do want to feel and what we do want in our lives little by little each day. 
one layer and level at a time. So that's why when you look back at just a week or a month of this year, you might not feel like that much has changed. But when you look at the whole year, a ton of things have changed and most of it probably has to do with your internal world and your sensitivity to how you are feeling in each moment and letting that guide you. For example, I know for me, I had a lot of really big upsetting changes happen in the beginning of 2022, but none of them were things I could quickly solve. I had to really stay with it and be present, not knowing exactly how things were going to work out, but needing to trust that, of course, they would eventually. A lot of this has had so much to do with just being happy with the little bits of progress you can make each day and how each baby step forward gets you somewhere you really want to be in a way that feels good instead of trying to change or evolve or transform so quickly overnight where you don't really have a chance to tune in to your heart's wisdom as easily. So according to the North and South nodes, this year was about slow instead of fast, embodiment versus the intellect, and manifestation based on love instead of fear. This type of influence only happens every 18 years. So it's been a pretty big deal for us. And we're going to continue to be working through this focus until July of 2023. So we still have plenty more time to perfect our ability to be patient and loving with ourselves, no matter where we are at on the journey. Another major influence that we have experienced in 2022 was the movement of Jupiter into Pisces and Aries. Jupiter is the planet of growth and abundance, and so wherever it is in the sky tends to be where we get the biggest opportunity for expansion, excitement, and positive growth. We started 2022 with Jupiter freshly moving into Pisces. Pisces is a lot about our spiritual connection and our understanding of the bigger purpose of our lives. It also helped us strengthen our connection to what would truly be the most ideal for us. What are our dreams? What are our wishes? What are our fantasies if life could be any possible way we want it to be? We are seeing such a growing spiritual movement. Spirituality has really made its way into the mainstream. I've seen articles on angel numbers and what crystals to buy on mainstream news media. In a lot of ways, Jupiter and Pisces has helped us tap into what we want to see in the world. But with Pisces, it's really about the vision more than actually making it fully happen. So if you feel like you're holding a dream in your heart or in your mind's eye and it hasn't happened yet, just remember that the first step is knowing what the dream is. And that's what so much of this year has been about. Jupiter did move into Aries, which is an action-taking sign from May 10th all the way until October 28th, which is when it moved back into Pisces again. This energy has helped us really honor ourselves as individuals who have different needs and desires and wishes than the other people around us, and to really appreciate that. Not needing to do the same as everyone around you, 
not needing to follow in the same footsteps as the rest of society or the crowd or other groups that you might be a part of. It is truly an energy of individuation and standing strong for what you believe in. In some ways, though, this Jupiter and Aries energy has been at odds with the North Node of Future Destiny in Taurus. Taurus is the slowest sign. It wants us to feel into our heart space. Aries is the fastest sign. So that has made for a lot of extra frustration this year because we want to try new things and get new passion projects up off the ground. But the North Node and Taurus energy, again, just wants us to feel into things and every little step we make to be well aware of what we're doing and how it feels. We are ending 2022 with Jupiter back in Aries. Sometimes we have these years where Jupiter kind of goes back and forth between the signs, but we are officially all finished with Jupiter and Pisces for the next 12 years or so. And after Mars retrograde ends in January, we should be able to take these big dreams we've been formulating and hit the ground running with them soon. It's interesting because Pisces is the end of the cycle and Aries is the beginning of the cycle. Truly, there is no end or beginning, but this energy has really lent itself to making us feel like we're on the precipice of change and we're feeling the anticipation, but not fully being able to realize it quite yet. Another energy we need to reflect on for 2022 has been Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn is the planet that rules over our long-term goals for the future. And it is the challenge that the universe brings us to force us and pressure us into maturing. It takes about two and a half years to move through a zodiac sign. So we are definitely not new to this energy. There has just been this continuation of needing to innovate and break the rules of the old regime (laughs) to shake things up, to do things in a totally different way, to try new methods. Aquarius has to do with new age wisdom of finding cutting edge new methods for achieving what we want. So we've had new technologies coming out to make life easier for us, for better and possibly for worse. Talking about the whole artificial intelligence thing here, of course, and Bitcoin and blockchain, digital currencies, which I cannot pretend I understand anything about. New, smaller communities have been forming where like-minded individuals can feel like they're a part of something bigger, such as the Cosmic Calling community and all of the other amazing membership websites that have been arising, which makes sense because Aquarius is the sign of community and the sign of forming friendships with a more diverse group of people. There has also been so much more diversity in the media than ever before. There are TV shows and major movies celebrating people of every race and background, sexual preference and orientation, and even the neurodiverse. Yes, Saturn in Aquarius has been super challenging energy. It arose just as we were getting into the height of the pandemic in March 2020, But we've gotten a lot of rewards from it as well, which we are more easily able to see now that we've been in this energy for so long. 
What's also interesting is that Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus, which is the planet of radical change and innovation, of breaking out of the status quo. And Uranus has definitely been in the spotlight in 2022 as well, as it has aligned with the North Node of Future Destiny in Taurus, which again is about embodying our values, but not just in a soft, sweet way, in a way where you're ready to just cast off whatever's getting in the way of that and not settling for less anymore, less than what you really want and how you really want to feel. Some of these energies and some of the things you've probably been feeling for yourself in 2022 are kind of hard to explain. It's these deep shifts that are more internal, more about how you view the world, how you move through the world, than anything that can really be completely explained with words. It's an opening, an unraveling, a blossoming of our heart space. And it's such a beautiful thing. When we open our heart, sometimes that means we're more open to getting hurt as well. But part of that process is moving through the hurt, noticing what it's actually telling you about yourself and your relationship with your own blocks and fears, rather than seeing yourself as a victim of someone else or some circumstance. You know, if something bothers you, it's probably because you have some deeper issue that you haven't faced within yourself. Every time I've been told I have to move, I'm so not happy about it because I want to feel grounded and secure and safe. And I do kind of curse the universe for a little bit. But every time I get a new place, it's always better. It's always exactly what I needed for the next stage of my growth. So a lot of times to open our hearts, like I've been talking about so much today, it requires the cracking open of them first. And that means that no, this year probably wasn't all lovey-dovey and rose petals and rainbows because we build up so many blocks around our heart and our passions and desires where even the major events that we've seen as challenges and traumas of this year have contributed to the ultimate blossoming of that softer, more open side of ourselves. So I hope this year has helped you feel more aligned with what you want, how you want to feel, what your ideal vision for yourself and the world is, and hopefully we can continue to bring that into action in 2023. I'm going to be sharing my yearly masterclass with you, the 2023 Plan Your Life and Career with the Cosmos Masterclass is happening on December 27th. I'm going to hop on live for a totally free class where I'm going to take you through the themes for 2023 and how you can actually apply them to your own astrology chart so you can see exactly what you are meant to focus on in the new year. That way, no matter what is going on in the world around you, no matter how weird, strange, or scary, or unusual the world becomes, you're able to hold your center and focus on doing what you need to do for yourself. Because as we all know, changing the world starts with us. If you'd like to RSVP for the 2023 Plan Your Life and Career with the Cosmos Masterclass, you can head over to soulshineastrology.com slash 2023 masterclass. 
The replay will be available for about a week, and then you will find it inside of the Cosmic Calling community after that. I know I am definitely eager for Mars Retrograde to finish and to get going on things, but at the same time, I feel like this slow time of year is helping me strengthen my spiritual core so that whatever happens in 2023, I'll still be able to keep my center and notice when things are off within me. I haven't mentioned this quite yet, but I've also created a 2023 moon journal. I had to take a break for 2022 because I wasn't sure how I was going to create it with all of the supply chain issues, but it is back for 2023 to help you work in tune with the moon and your inner emotional landscape throughout the year. I know I am super excited to sit down with a cup of tea and put on that YouTube channel that has the crackling fireplace because I don't actually have a fireplace here in Hawaii (laughs) and reflect over what I've been through this year, what I've learned, what I've grown through, what I'm ready to release. And there's a section on that inside the moon journal, plus a section on setting intentions for 2023. Then there are journal entries for every major moon phase of the year and monthly overviews as well. So you can stay in tune with your heart's intentions, no matter what comes your way. You can learn a lot more about that and order your copy by going to soulshineastrology.com slash moon journal. Probably one of the biggest things 2022 has taught me is to soften and allow things to happen and trust myself that I can just move through it. So I haven't made a ton of really big plans for 2023 yet because I do just kind of want to feel into it as I go and be open for whatever arises. One thing I do know I am excited about in 2023 is hopping on and sharing more podcast episodes with you even just to have a quick chat, a heart to heart, just to touch base and check in with each other. So I hope that sounds good. I am wishing you the happiest of holidays or even just a restful time to get in tune with yourself. And I will talk to you next year. For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, check out soulshineastrology.com slash episode 124. For more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for astrology email updates, check out soulshineastrology.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling to help other cool people like us find the show. The Cosmic Calling community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for astrology classes, monthly forecasts, cosmic planning tools, plus bonus features for these podcast episodes by going to soulshineastrology.com community.